This is called an advent, right? Peace? What's advent? Advent is, is giving you wonderful stuff. Yep. Uh, Libby, hold on. She has her... I get it. The four Sundays before Christmas. So we put them in here like this, right? And most of the time they'll stay steady somewhat. Anybody know what the four Sundays are? Peace. Peace is one. Joy. is one. Faith. Faith. And hope. Yeah. And then finally love is another, right? On Sunday or on Christmas morning. So I'm going to put this right up here. You guys did really good. How many of you are doing Advent at home? Me. Awesome. I love it. I'm going to talk about those four things. Do you know what order they go in, Cooper? You said them all. Which ones does it start with? Starts with faith. Okay. The, and you know what? The church fathers who put this together, they built on it. It's built in order of our faith and our hope. Did you know it would be hard to find joy without hope? It would be hard to find peace without faith. And so today, we talk about that faith. And in Habakkuk 2.4, it says, Behold, as for the proud one, his soul is right within him. The righteous will live by faith, though. It says it's not right within him if he has pride, right? So faith. A good example I heard a long time ago is you believe in someone, right? Even the definition of faith on the internet, I looked it up yesterday, it says believing in someone or something without doubt. How many of you believe in Jesus that he lived here on earth without a doubt? I do. Did you know your parents believe that same thing? And that's why they're here almost every Sunday, right? When they can be. I believe He lived for us. How many of you believed He died for us and rose again? I do. Yeah. Let me give you a good example of faith. If I told you, I have a candy cane. And I want to give you one of these if you give me an example after church of what God has done in your life. And I'll give you one if you share with me just one thing that God has done in your life. Would you come to me after service and get one and share with me? Yes. Okay. Why? Because I told you? And you have faith that I have one for you. Guess what? I have one for you after service. But I don't want it. You can't come back in here once I give it to you. And I'll tell you exactly where I'm going to be. I'm going to be putting up the bread and the wine that we're going to partake in in a little bit, and I'll be back there cleaning those dishes. Okay? So if you want one of these after service, you come talk to me, and I'll have one for you. Sound good? Now you have faith that I'll give you one. Hope. What's hope? Hope is peace. Hope is hope? Do you want something to happen? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to give you a candy cane? Yes. yes. So you have faith and you have hope that I'm going to give you a candy cane? Yes. Yeah. But Why do your parents come to church every week? 
because they have faith and they have hope of the eternal life in Jesus Christ, right? And we celebrate this season because of our faith and our hope. It says in Psalm 146.5, How blessed is he whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord of Jacob, the God of Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen? So, you have faith, you have hope in Jesus. You also have faith and hope that I'm going to give you candy cane. Okay, now we're going to go on. What's next? Can you tell me, how did, somebody give me an example how the Maccabees had faith and hope before I move on. Um, yes. They could take back the temple. They were oppressed and they, their God's temple was being torn apart and being brought pigs in and everything else. It was horrible. But their faith brought them back to God, and their hope was that if they revolted, God would deliver them and deliver the temple back to God's people. And that happened, didn't it? Now, they were sad when it was happening, and then they got mad and they fought. What do you think happened whenever they actually won? Were they joyous? Yes. They were joyous. That's the third Sunday that we talked about. Just last Sunday, we were talking about joy. It's a feeling, a great pleasure or happiness. Sometimes, I've even talked to Rebecca about this. To know true joy, you have to know true sadness or feeling like you were wronged sometimes. True joy, you really do know when you felt those different emotions. In First Chronicles 16, 26 and 27, it says, But the Lord made the heavens, splendor and majesty are before Him, strength and joy are in His place. Our true joy is always going to be with God. Okay? And then peace. Do you guys get busy, busy during this season? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Doing different things, going different places. Sometimes I just get tired because it just never stops, it feels like. Or like, like how, what like, the, like how you feel like, like we're going to do something, but then you have to do a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, you, you have to do a lot of different things, and you just don't even get maybe that first thing like you wanted to you get done to done. Do it, and then you have to do things. Yeah. Like I always have to do. So in Philippians four eleven through thirteen, it says Paul says he learned to be content in all things when he was in need or when he had a lot. So Paul was rich at times, and then he also didn't have very much money and poor. Sometimes he had to rely on just getting a little bit of food. And so he learned to be content. True peace is knowing that God's going to be there for us no matter what, and he gives us what we need, not always what we want, right? I'm sure every one of you are asking for something for Christmas, but I bet you... You already have what you need. Like a hoverboard that I wanted? Yeah, a hoverboard's not something you need. Yeah, but that would be only my, for, my only yeah. present. And I even, I, I even asked for a new sweatshirt, but I don't need it because I still have an old one. See? But I need to be content with even my old one, right? Well, like someone forgot about something. So if you have, let's go over these again. You guys say this after me. You ready? Faith. Hope, 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 joy, joy, 
and peace, then we can find love. Right? You know what Paul says? He says, if you have the gift of prophecy, if you have the gift of being a pastor, if you have the gift of giving to those who are poor, and you don't have love, you have nothing. We have to have love one for another, don't we? Who gave the greatest gift ever? What did you say, Libby? God did. The Father. Jesus came. But the Father gave us Jesus. For even John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, so God the Father gave His only begotten Son, So that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. See, God the Father sent forth his only son for us. The greatest gift of them all. That is true love. And he already had seen his son die on the cross. He already knew it was going to happen. And yet he sent forth his son for us. That's what our communion is about today. You may not see it clearly, but it's through the Passover that we do this, because Jesus talked with his disciples in it. Okay, So we see Christmas, we see how Hanukkah and God delivered the Maccabees to put forth his temple. Alright, so let's say these all again. You ready? For Advent. Faith, Faith hope, hope, joy, joy peace, peace, and love. I also understand that you guys have a song that you were practicing last week but you didn't get to sing it in the Christmas play. Oh, yeah. So, will you guys sing that? And I'm sure it will bring joy to a lot of parents' ears uh-huh. and a lot of ears here. Okay? So, yeah, because we skipped it last week. But we're going to sing it today. So, will you guys stay up here and sing it while we prepare in the back? Okay? Miss Erica, are you going to help direct this? Because, oh, Jeff will? Okay. Stand up. Okay. Come right here. Face, face Pastor Jeff. All right.
right, go sit with your family. If you'll stand with us as we remove the Eucharist from the earth. Of the universe, who sent forth your Son as the bread of life, that his flesh might be given for our salvation. me to 287. Uh, We'll sing verses 1, 3, and 4 of a communion hymn for Christmas. You may sing, sit. Uh, this morning, <coughs> as we engage the uh, various forms of communion, we follow the tradition that's more related to the traditional Mass. So at this, when we get to the point of the distribution, we will have you come up. You'll come up first on this side uh, to receive the host and then go over to receive the cup. Um, you will not wait for each other. You'll take it immediately and, and move on. I think most of you remember that. I want to read, uh, before we begin this, from John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 22. It says, At that time the feast of Hanukkah, or dedication, 
took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. The Jews gathered around him and were saying to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus said, I told you, and you do not believe the works that I do in my Father's name. These testify of me, but you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who gave them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. And the, the Jews picked up stones to stone him. And he said, I've shown you good works from my Father. For which of these are you stoning me? And they answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy, because you being a man make yourself to be God. And Jesus said to them, Has it not been written in your law? I said you are God's. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said, I am the Son of God. I have always been fascinated that at Hanukkah, Jesus talked of his incarnation. I believe that's why the church fathers picked the 25th of the month. In our case, it would be December. But it's the 25th of the month of Kislev that is Hanukkah. These things are tied together much stronger than, than we realize. And so Jesus said he was the bread that came down from heaven. And that if those who eat of his flesh and drink of his blood shall have eternal life. So, we begin our Eucharistic celebration. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Together we will do the confession that's based on the text in Titus. By common confession, great is the mystery of godliness. He who was revealed in the flesh by incarnation was vindicated by the Spirit by resurrection. Seen of messengers, his apostolic witnesses, proclaimed among the nations through the gospel, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. And Paul tells us, whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we show the Lord's death until he comes. So we have the full circle of the advents, both his first coming and his second coming in that context. And so we, we bless the uh, bread and the cup of the Lord. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth, but more importantly, has sent forth the bread of life in your Son through incarnation. And blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, for the life is in the blood, and you have shed the blood of your Son that we might have eternal life. We thank you, Lord, through these symbols of the bread and of the wine that we have partaken in the Spirit and by the Spirit of your Son and that we have life indeed. We thank you in Yeshua's name. Amen.
small. The small circle in the center is wine. The rest is grape juice. Keep that in mind when you come. All right, we'll be singing together, uh, Fill My Cup, Lord. So we're going to ask you to stand. And if you'll come and present yourselves and receive. If you'll come as a family and then partake, and then Mike will say what he says, and then we'll reply, and then as a family take a juice, and then I'll say what the pastor says, and you'll reply as a family and partake it as a family.
The purpose of our gathering is to reinforce the meaning of these seasons. The incarnation is his becoming flesh. The passion at the Passover of his death, burial, resurrection. Then the period up to Pentecost in the ascension and the giving of the Spirit. And then again, the return of the Lord at the uh, sound of the shofar, the raising of the dead, the kingdom to be established. Each year we reinforce in behavior, in the words, in the songs, in all that we do, that which is at the heart of our faith. That he became flesh, he, ra- he was raised from the dead, he ascended to the Father, and he will return. That is the heart of all that we believe. The rest of this life is noise in the system. And so we say together, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you'll stand, we're going to replace the uh, scriptures.